Well, good morning, my brothers and sisters. Um, yeah, the gospel reading, John 6, has been incredible. If you're following it all the way through the Bread of Life discourse, such a powerful, powerful uh, uh, teaching of Jesus. And while I would love to preach about that, I feel very called today to preach about the first reading, the Acts of the Apostles, this encounter of the early church building up, right? The actions of the apostles. Today we see uh, Philip, who um, is just, I love how he's in tuned to the Holy Spirit, right? He feels the Spirit stirring within him, and the angel of the Lord speaks to him. And he says, get up, head south on the road, go down to Jerusalem, to Gaza, and the desert, the desert road. So he gets up and he sets out. I love how Philip doesn't question this. This road, a desert road, this was a road that would have, I mean, nobody traveled down this road, right? Um, it would have given Philip every reason to question and go, for real? Like, you want me to go down a desert road? Like, why? But he didn't. He was obedient and he went. And there he sees the Ethiopian. Um, he's one of the court officials uh, to the queen of Ethiopia. And this is important. What's an Ethiopian? I mean, what's a, what's a eunuch? That's what he sees, an Ethiopian eunuch. A eunuch is a man who is unable to have children. And there's a few ways that St. Paul speaks about it. Um, he could have been born that way, just infertile. He's not able to, to bear children. Um, he could have been made a eunuch meaning he would have been castrated. Um, that's another way of being a eunuch. And the other way is just simply by choice. Men, you might think of priests at this point, who choose to be celibate for the sake of the kingdom. So we don't know if this eunuch was made a eunuch or if he was born a eunuch, uh, someone who was not able to have kids, but they would do that so as to make sure that they wouldn't mix their bloodline with the royal bloodline, right? So they wouldn't be able to uh, have children. So anyway, he was a very trusted guy in, ch in charge of all the queen's treasures. Very, very trusted guy. And he's there and Philip goes up, says a spirit says to Philip, go up and join him at the chariot. So Philip runs and he sees that the man, the eunuch, is reading the prophet Isaiah. And he says, do you understand what you're reading? And the eunuch replies, how can I unless someone instructs me? See, I love that. So many times in our culture today, we think, oh, I can interpret the Bible however I want to interpret it. It's up to my personal interpretation. No, it's not. The Bible was given to us by the church. And the church has full authority in telling us and teaching us what those scriptures mean. Now, yes, I can read the Bible and the Lord can speak to my heart in that. But if I interpret the scriptures in a way that is contradictory to the way that the church teaches and instructs us and interprets the scriptures, then my interpretation is faulty. The church is the one who has full authority given to her by Jesus Christ on interpretation of the sacred scriptures. And here we see it. Here's Philip and this eunuch so humble says, how can I understand the scriptures when I have no one to interpret them for me? And so they read the scripture and it's the very scripture from the prophet Isaiah that is speaking about Jesus and his crucifixion, his passion. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter. Like a lamb before the shear is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Right? This is speaking of the passion of the Messiah that Isaiah is speaking of. And then the eunuch says to Philip, I beg you, about who is the prophet speaking about? About himself or about someone else? 
He's looking for someone to teach him how to interpret the scriptures. He's not going to have a personal interpretation. And so here we see Philip. It says he opened his mouth. And beginning with this scripture passage, he proclaims Jesus. I absolutely love this, guys. Um, where, does scripture, where does Philip start to try to tell the eunuch who Jesus is? He starts with the scriptures. Philip doesn't sit there and try to tell him who he thinks Jesus is. Philip doesn't try to tell him his own uh, idea of who Jesus is. Philip starts with how Jesus is revealed in the scriptures. With this scripture passage, like a sheep led to the slaughter, like a lamb before the shears of silent, he opens not his mouth. That's where, that's the springboard Philip uses. That's how he begins telling them, this eunuch, about who Jesus is. You see, Jesus Christ is fully revealed to us in the sacred scriptures. I have my own personal relationship with Jesus, yes, and I can speak to you about that relationship, yes. But if I want to tell you who he is, I've got to start with the scriptures. That's where he's revealed to us. And that's how we come to know him. St. Jerome, the famous biblical scholar in the church, he says this about the Bible. He says, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. So I can say, oh, I know Jesus, I have a personal relationship with Jesus, but if I don't open the scriptures and I don't know him according to how he's revealed in the sacred scriptures, then I'm ignorant of who he is and who he has been revealed as through the sacred scriptures. This is the word of God. And I have to come to know him through the sacred scriptures. It's why in the church, every day for mass, we're reading the scriptures. We're opening them up for you. We're teaching you as priests what the teachings of the church are according to the magisterium and according to the divine revelation given to us in the sacred scriptures. This is the job of the church. And then Philip, I love this. He goes and he baptizes the eunuch. And then when the eunuch comes out of the water, it says so plainly, when they came out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. Like all of a sudden he's there one minute and boom, he's gone the next. This is what you might say an encounter or an experience with bilocation. Padre Pio had that gift. He could be in two places at one time. It's believed here that Philip was actually bilocating. Why? For the sake of the salvation of one person, that eunuch. Philip was able to be in two spots, so to speak. He was able to be snatched up in the spirit and brought somewhere else. Incredible. Um, and so this is what we begin to see. This is how the church began to grow. Um, was by miracles and signs and things. But it was far particularly for one person, that soul, that eunuch, needed to have the gospel proclaimed to him. And Jesus explained to him by way of the scriptures and the way that Philip, in his authority, preached to him. And so today, uh, we have the same invitation, the same opportunity to read the word of God today. Spend 10 minutes reading the Bible today. Just start with the Gospel of Matthew. Start with the Gospel of Mark, whichever one you want. Start with the Gospel and just read for 10 minutes. Don't sit there and try to interpret it. Just read it. And the very Word of God, the revelation of who Jesus is, will begin to burn brightly within our hearts as we come to know who Jesus is by the way that He has revealed to us in the sacred scriptures. Amen.